You have clicked that pile of audio gold known as the Half-Ass Podcast. And now, here's a person to say something. Plus so much weird Amish candy. Well, not candy, and not really Amish. I bought, let me rephrase that a little bit. I bought a bunch of weird snacks from the Amish. That's why I grew up. Yeah, they do. They do those like homemade candies, don't they? Oh, I just mean like weird shit. Like, knockoff Twinkies. They're cravings with a Z. Spongies with a Z. Uh, golden sponge cake with cream filling. Why have I never heard of this? Exactly. That's what all the shit I got was just like, what is this? So I bought these. I'm like, man, I like Twinkies. I'll take it. They're like $129 for a box. This box, there's five in here. Five. It's, uh, I took it out. The whole box? Yeah. Yeah, that's how fucking big they are. It's fucking robbery. They're big? They're huge. Oh, let me see it. Yeah, sure. I can't get this box open. There. Yeah, there's. Well, might as well just oh, they're in a wrapper? Oh yeah, that's even weirder. Wrapped. I think you could you can actually sell these individually. How much? How much money did they lose? Double packaging. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, this is the good shit. I said nutritional information. They, you know, when they say not labeled for individual sale, these are. I could probably buy a bunch of these and go sell them. You know, fifty cents at a softball game or some shit. I could be a millionaire with the money I make on that. Remember when there was like people selling like fucking butterfingers in the parking lots of games and shit? <laughs> hey kid, give me a dollar. Yeah, butterfingers fifty cents over at the gas station. Why is it a dollar from you? <laughs> True. Now, this shit is like it's not like a Twinkie at all. This is like fucking pound cake. Like this thing is dense as Oh, I can fun. tell, yeah. Yeah, I could probably bounce this off my cat's head. You know what's an underrated snack? Carrot cake from Quick Trip. Hmm. I don't think I've seen that there. So good. Then most of the most of the time they have it like on the counters and shit. Mm, right. Like right when you're checking out, it's something to. Yeah, they are. They're so good. Hmm. Not. Not exceedingly great. Very dense. I can't tell. It's one of those snacks that turns your mouth to cotton mouth instantly, or yeah, it's just no, it's like a paste. I turn to a yeah, it's literally like a pound cake with some cream in the middle. But I thought it looked like Twinkies, so I bought two boxes. Man, I'm trying to think of some classic, some old '90s candy and shit. Coffee crisp, nice. Don't know what this is, but it's from Nestle. So I'm wondering if it's like, you know, maybe a little more. You think you can? You think you can still buy those uh, fake candy cigarettes? Yes and no. Um, You can buy them, but they're now called candy sticks because they're not, and probably only in rough neighborhoods, (laughs) (laughs) right? Little kids standing outside. Pack in a pack of candy sticks. <laughs> this is Mr. Croissant with cocoa cream filling. Where did you? These are all Amish treats? These are from the Amish store. Yeah. I've never seen any of those. I know. That's why I had to buy them. Well, that one was really fucking high. Uh, 
Twin Ring Candy Bar. Never heard of Twin Ring. Um, yeah, it looks like they hand crimp the end of those. Just like, <laughs> yeah, there's like two lumps in here. Um, apparently, that's whatever. That's I'm so deal. confused. So they like make them? I'm no, they just uh, they just must have weird distributors or some shit. That's why I'm wondering. Um, like maybe these things are more prevalent out in like the Amish country of Pennsylvania. Maybe these are standard treats in in their community. There's but, uh, there's yeah. no way you'll find those at stores and shit. Goods to go sweet or wait, sour jacks watermelon. Watermelon. I, I have seen goods before. Okay, I've seen those. And let's see, I think, and then just, oh, the quench, the quench gum I got for. I've seen quench too. Yeah, that's that's the only thing I, I've seen. That Those I've are wrapped like mambas. <laughs> yeah. I bought the, the, this must be, oh, strawberry watermelon. It was the last one. The, all the other quench in the store were another flavor. So I'd do them a favor and take it off their hands. But yeah, weird, weird Amish candy day. No, no, well, sour patch. That's not weird, but they, well, they also had like a marked down, uh, discounted grocery section. That's where most of this shit came from. Was it just all expired stuff? <laughs> Probably, or like you know, weird ass brands of like an individually labeled tiny pound cakes. Like, man, I love a nice light, fluffy. Uh, uh, Twinkie, you know, just the light sponge cake, and it. Yep. Uh, I don't oh. think I've had a Twinkie in. Ye- oh, I haven't had a Twinkie in so long. I love a good stone Twinkie. That's now I understand why that dude in Zombieland was straight up <laughs> looking for Twinkies, right? Because that was the old story that they'd survive. Japan. He opens man. up that truck, and it's all those like pink snowballs. He's like, "God damn it!" That would be right. Didn't didn't um that company go out of business? There was some weird thing where they were they said they were gonna stop making Twinkies. I think they might have got bought by someone else and just kept making them. Yeah, and then I think it was more of a ploy because then it was like, oh, they're gonna quit making Twinkies, and then oh. they went nuts for a while, and then like, ah, we're still making them. Oh, I see what you're saying. It's like that store that has been on. Grand closing sale for four years. In the Dells, yeah. That we got fooled by for a half a decade till I looked at the sign close and realized it says going out for business. Oh, get you on the fucking grammatical. Your brain just connects the dots because nobody says going out for business. It's going out of business. And you see the O and the F and you're just like, oh, that place is going out of business? Then next summer you come back and like, wait, they're still going out of business? No, 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 no. No, Dave. They're going out for business. That's what the sign is. Just a front for the mob. <laughs> Gator world. Just feeding them chunks of people. With a, with a Shane goes, he's like, Italians are the last people you can be racist to openly. <laughs> like, That's about right. It's kind of true. Oh, man. I still want to go after Notre Dame. What the fuck is that? Fighting Irish? You got a little drunk-looking Irish guy going to fisticuffs? Like, what kind of racial stereotype bullshit is this? 
Yeah, and I'm his skin is like pale, what like paper white. Like, what is that shit? Like God, what the fuck is this? That is first fucking... off, no one fights in suspenders. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, if a guy wins a fight in suspenders, he deserves then you just all the your credit. Fucking hat, because his pants are gonna still be up. And they're not even like legit suspenders; they're like cankles. Like they cut off at like halfway up the calf. Yeah, how about how about fucking Nick Saban, Alabama coach, going to the Congress? Like we can't have nil. I'm like, you've been paying people before nil. You've been illegally doing that for 10 years. Like, and you're making millions. So don't be telling me you can't pay the indentured servants. Be like, oh, we can't feed the slaves too much food. They'll be expecting food all the time. What really pissed me off, though, is he acts like people weren't forced to go to Alabama. You know what I mean? Like, before that, like, if you're on Alabama, your chances of going to the NFL are way higher automatically. Yeah. Like, if you're on the starting roster... It's like an automatic, like, oh, I got to go to Alabama. Now that there's, like, money in it and people can pay for you to come there, they're like, why the fuck would I go to Alabama? (laughs) Well, and I kind of wonder, too, if that's going to maybe phase out some of these people that don't actually want to be in the NFL but want to make money. I mean, you make a couple million in college and then you never have to go get your body beat up for a game you really don't like in the first place. Yeah. It's good for those players for sure. I mean, I could see maybe them not, not, not as many going to the NFL because clearly oh, I see a lot more people getting in trouble before they ever get to the NFL. <laughs> yeah. If I had a million dollars when I was 18 to play quarterback at a goddamn college, I have a feeling people are going to do a lot of dumb shit. Yeah, you're a freshman, 18, going to a college, making a million dollars. Like, you're going to do some dumb shit. Yeah. Shit. I was able to pull off a lot of dumb shit for about a buck fifty. So, I mean. Yeah, that's just because you're, we're, we're street smart. Makes, <laughs> just make stuff happen. Oh, man. I remember back in the day, go to a party and get a cup for $3. Yeah, and drink beer all night as much as I want for three dollars. My buddy used to, before he was twenty-one, he used to go to the bar. He get, he'd grab an empty beer, then go to the counter and be like, "Hey, can I have another one?" And then they wouldn't cart him because they thought he already had a beer. I'm like, that's fucking genius. That's a boss move. That's genius. That is he really used, good. He used to do that all the time. Huh. I never thought of it. He's like, yeah, just grab an empty beer, go up to the counter. They won't even question it. No, it's one of those mind tricks. It's like walking out of the store, carrying something right in plain sight. Like, nobody will stop you. My buddy wanted to prove it. He's like, no, you can just walk out with stuff. I'm like, no, man, you can't. He's like, watch this. He went out to Walmart and grabbed a giant pink plastic sled, held it up over his head, and walked from the back of Walmart all the way through the store and then out the front door with this sled over his head. No one did nothing. No. Like, well, he wouldn't be carrying it like that if he was stealing it. That'd be stupid. He's obviously, he must have, he must be able to take that sled with no question. Otherwise, he wouldn't do that. It's like that video where uh, those people carry a ladder into all the businesses 
yeah. and just get in. People just like the employees are like, oh yeah, here you go. They like let them in the back way to like movies and stuff just because yeah. they're holding a ladder. Right. They're clearly going to something that needs a ladder. So fuck, I don't want to do the ladder thing. Let these guys in. But it they also can... reminds me of that story. I think Dave that you told me where he was drinking beer. He went to buy cigarettes and the lady's like, you can't that. Yeah. She was, she wanted to card him and he's like, I don't have my ID, but he's gonna... drinking a beer. Yeah. Wasn't going to sell him to him. Like, well, I could get a ticket. She's <laughs> like, uh, Lady, if you're getting that ticket, you done already got that ticket because you already fucked up. You you gave him a beer. No, I mean who else? I mean, we were there like shit. I think it was before noon on like a weekday. Who's <laughs> who's wandering around? You know we're hardcore. Just give him give him a beer. Oh, cigarettes at bars, buying cigarettes at bars. That's classic too. Yeah. I don't even know that. Yeah, you, that can't be a thing anymore, can it? There's one bar in Platteville that still does it, but yeah, uh, no one does it anymore. God, yeah, it's just one of those things that it just shows you that what you accept as a culture is is totally it's totally up to, up to society. <laughs> like, yeah, it, that was so commonplace. It's just accepted. You smoke, you drink, you smoke. You smoke, you drink. You're in a bar. So you drink, you're going to smoke. Let the whole bar smell like smoke. And then one day they were like, no, <laughs> no, you can't. You can't make me all smell like you're fucking smoke and make that's terrible. No, it blew and, my mind that people were allowed to smoke cigarettes on airplanes. Yeah. I was yeah. like, what in the. F- yeah. Like, and in the mall, I just imagine just smoked out on an airplane. <laughs> yeah, recycling that air. Just fucking dur, 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 oh my God. Dark. That'd be awful. Yeah. I mean, ashtrays and everything, man, like cars were just, it was fucking ashtray it, central. It, it took me back when we went to that golf course in Myrtle beach, that first one, that like dining area. Remember, I was yeah. like, "Oh, dude, like they definitely used to smoke see. cigarettes right here." Yep, the every table had a little ashtray right in the middle, and it matched the carpet. It was. It's like, dude, we just time travel on accident. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like if you got that carpet wet, you could probably still smell Paul Malls. Oh God! Like, oh, those are hundreds. I smell. It is weird that every once in a while you walk into a business and like, oh, this hasn't changed since '85. <laughs> Every once in a yeah. while. Yeah, it's like the cups. Like the old, uh, one of my favorite nostalgias is the old Pizza Hut, uh, the red plastic cups. They were like hard plastic. Oh, I know exactly is, what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't know what That the just brought back was. flashbacks. Uh, and the Miss Pac-Man machine. Uh, that, that pizza was high-end shit back then. I mean, you got oh, Pizza yeah. Hut. It was like, whoa. What what is all this then? I what have I done to to deserve Pizza Hut in my life? Now the lady's gonna come out with the thing and they're gonna serve us the oh this is amazing. Then Domino's like, you know what? Let's brush some garlic on this pizza. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how about we put it in a box and you take the fucking thing out of here? We'll charge it's you a dollar less. Wild. They're like, yeah, let's just fucking put some garlic on this bread. Call it good. Well, it's just weird. I was trying to piece that together too. Like when pizza kind of became a thing, cause it wasn't always. Um, so I think kind of the seventies is when it first really started poking up as, 
as chain places. Right? Well, I think what really it was is just like it's one of those things that's it's like so easy to make. It's just yeah. it's just bread, sauce, cheese. So like and like that's all first, you need. Once the first place, uh, the second place realized what the first place was doing, and then it was like, wow, like uh, everybody, <laughs> everybody can do this. But yeah, I mean. So I, I said when I was, I guess I was a kid in the early eighties. So it still wasn't like pizza was everywhere. It was, I mean, every town didn't have a pizza place. Yeah, that is, that's weird to think about. Even Platteville, since I was a kid, like the only thing we had before was like Subway McDonald's. Now it's like every business has like fast food take every yeah. single like convenience store, all of it. It's insane. Yeah, because I remember Pizza Hut, I think, was the first one in there when it was, oh, shit, right where it is, I guess. It's uh, always been over there. Yeah, they they really fucked up the game when they did that fucking Wednesday wing night. Everyone loved that. Their wings are still amazing, by the way. Definitely get them. That's one thing Pizza Hut does right, wings. Yeah, I wish I would have liked wings more when I worked at the pizza joint. Would have been a good score. My favorite image is of you having to climb out of a window because your door didn't open, delivering pizzas. <laughs> That's such a fucking 80s like image. So good. With your fucking like <laughs> crazy ass hair. Like, oh, this fucking guy. <laughs> Stoner. Well, first the inside handle broke, but it was like, well, I'll leave the window down. I'll just reach out and open it. And pretty soon that fucker broke too. And I'm like, well, you could go, you know, through and out, but there's pizzas in your passenger seat, so you can't get out any other way. And and literally to fix those door handles would have been more than the blue book value of the car. So it was like, yeah. I'm not not fixing those. So you should have was... really mind fucked someone and just like crawl through your trunk one time. <laughs> <laughs> you Pop out your that. trunk. I say, uh, I couldn't open it. For, well, it was a hatchback. So theoretically, if I could have opened it, I could have gone right out. But couldn't that open is it true. Fixing a handle on a car is like too much fucking money. It was an 84 Pontiac Sunburn. I mean, fixing anything on it was like, <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm not sure I want to register this fucker next year. It's uh, one of those cars. You like hit something. You're like, yeah, we'll just burn it in the parking lot. <laughs> Yeah, that car was, which kills me because it was such a dumpster fire by the time I graduated. And I thought about it the other day. It's like that car was as old then as my Jeep is right now. Like, yeah. Why, why is my Jeep not this bucket of just absolute shit? But that car was like, I shouldn't be on the road. <laughs> they had Dr. Drew on that Are You Garbage podcast. He's like, yeah, when I was in high school, I drove... My dad's like 55 Thunderbird. And they're like, oh, that's nice. And he's like, you got to realize this was in the 70s. That was a piece yeah. of shit. Like, yeah, it was that's, 20 years old. It wasn't a classic car beautifully restored. It was just still going. Yeah. He's like, yeah, you hear that name and you're like, you think it's an amazing yeah. car. He's like, no, that shit was garbage. Like, yeah, no, they all rusted like anything else. Every single Thunderbird that came out wasn't treated with fucking kid gloves. It, it drove, it got covered in road salt and made of that old metal. Like, everything weighed so fucking much. Like, oh, the yeah, doors, dude. even that Pontiac Sunbird from 1984, Dude. 
those fucking doors weighed so much. Imagine hitting a Tesla in that thing. It would just disappear. <laughs> Your car wouldn't even be dented. Yeah. You would just fucking disintegrate that thing. It's like, ah, but front it, end's crumpled. Weirdly, though, like, I have, like, a love for, like, my most shitty car. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you just have a too. love for that old shitty car that you had. Yeah, because once you get through it and now the car's gone, it's like, I don't remember all the shitty pieces of it. Like, every, the 1,000 separate shitty incidents of fuck that this car provided me. And yeah, it's like, now I just get in my car and it's going to work every time. Like, yeah, that's not fun anymore. Yeah, there's no adventure. I'm not like, come on, pal. I really fucking need you today. <laughs> yeah, just tap on the <laughs> dashboard. Really? Come really, on. Really need you to turn over, bud. Got to get to work. You know, like barely turned over one time, then it fucking starts. You're like, fuck yeah. It's, yeah, weirdly, I just have a love for like that old shitty car. Yeah, me too. I said that that 84 Sunbird, I could tell stories about that piece of shit all day. It's funny because yeah. it's like I look back and I'm like, if I were to restore a car, it'd be my one shitty car and make it nice. Yeah. The funny thing is when I lived in lacrosse, I was – delivering pizzas in a different shitty car, but I was up in Onalaska on some fucking back street somewhere and uh, delivered a pizza and somebody had a Sunbird, uh, just lighter blue, but exactly same, same model and everything as mine. I went and put a fucking note in their mailbox <laughs> and said, uh, I don't know what's going on with that Sunbird over there, but if you want to get rid of it, give me a call. Here's my number. Dude, yeah. I mean... They never called, but... It's just that shitty car. Like, the car I have now, that's that's it for me. Like... Yeah. I Some dude rolled it, rolled up the other day. He's like, you're trying to sell that car? It's like, dude, this thing's like got 250,000 miles of piece of shit. <laughs> and it's like, you know damn right, like, he was having that same thought. Like, he drove one of those when he was younger, and it was a piece of fucking shit. Always got me there. <clears throat> yeah, that that fucking car, man. The, <laughs> and it, it even had, a, well, it, it had a, it was named the Blue Goose, because at some point. And now, the Half-Assed Podcast proudly presents Statute of Limitations Theater. Featuring a story 25 years in the making, in the early 90s, the horn went out. We, we, were, playing, uh, we were playing backyard football at my buddy's house. You know, oh, that's a pastime, too. Right? You know, like, uh, you know, um, shit, obviously sophomores or some shit. And, and my car, just the horn just starts going off. Like, it's not running. Oh, no. It's parked. We're in the middle of a game. It's and, off. And my horn just <laughs> starts blowing. And I'm like, uh. So I go over and I'm like pounding on the steering wheel, doing whatever I can, turn the key, whatever I can. It's not stopping. Went on for about a better part of a minute and then just went, and Died no forever? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, I can't remember if we just had to get a horn. You know, you need a horn. I, I don't know why, but it's required. So we wanted to get it replaced. But again, Pontiac Sunbird, uh, at this point, it's already like 12 years old. The uh, horn is 
about half of the blue book value of the car at this point. So my sister, how do you even replace a horn? Is it just like a? It's essentially two wires into a thing, and you just mount it in there, and yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's and they're a... like, they're like, yeah, we have to take apart half your dashboard to put a horn back <laughs> in. It's like, uh, I'm good. <laughs> well, my sister's boyfriend was a mechanic, so it was like, oh, can you do this? You know, with whatever you got laying around, we don't want to buy a horn for a new horn for an old car. So he put in a boat horn. Oh, why did I have a weird feeling he was coming to that? I, I was thinking train horn, but boat horn works too. <laughs> yeah, put in a boat horn. So it, it uh, yeah, I went to pick up Jerry one day and he'd come out of there and, Jesus Christ, I thought there was a goose out here. He's like, oh, that's it. It's the Fucking blue goose. Jerry. The man. Yeah, I feel like my dad's going to be the last Jerry on Earth. Never going to be another Jerry after <laughs> right. that. We're, we are, we, I think we are starting to run low on Jerry's. Yeah, Bryce is gone, so. <laughs> <laughs> Connor, that's gone, dude. Let's say, oh, we're going to have Kyle's forever, though. So now people are naming, like, their kids after, like, rocks and shit. Shungite. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And you get an amethyst. You get a, uh, yeah, it's flowers is the big one though. Um, oh yeah, I knew I knew a girl. Her name was uh, it was like Winter or something, and it was just like okay, we're getting we're getting a little out of like I feel like someone's just trying to find the most unique name at this point. Yeah, like uh, it was a set of kids who were Brook and Spring. Uh, yep. Yeah, the big thing now is the names are starting to come back around, um, which I always thought was funny because the names that you picture in a nursing home now, <laughs> uh, man, in 40 years, it's those oh. nursing home names is going to be, you know, you couldn't Jackson, seriously, yeah, you couldn't seriously next, call an 80 year old a name like that. It's hard to. Be, yeah, there's going to be a whole wing of like Maddie's, like, and, all these weird fucking. Maddie's gonna be like, we need to focus on renewable energy. Eighty <laughs> years later, still, and we still haven't done that shit properly. But now all the little kids, all these babies, are all getting old people names now. Like all Celeste, the, <laughs> and like Grace, and yeah, you know, they're they're fucking Jean. Yeah, they're bringing back all these old names now. So it's like. You know, in 40 years, the nursing home is going to be full of these weird new names. And Yeah, I couldn't imagine calling an 80-year-old by a fucking rock. <laughs> just, dude, just wandering in dementia. Just like, get back here, shungite. <laughs> it's like you just can't, can't get him back. <laughs> yeah, I've never even thought about that. That's so weird to think about. It's weird to even think about that. I'm the age, like, I'm old enough <laughs> to see the invention of internet. Right. It's like now people can't live without that. One of my favorite things is I've been watching, uh, I've been going back and watching old sci-fi and fantasy and weird shit on the free apps. Um, and one of them I started watching was The Prisoner. That's from like 1967 or something like that, 69. 
Um, and all of these weird high tech gadgets. Like I watched the show and it took me a little bit and then it dawned on me. It's like, wait a minute. All these things that I'm not even thinking about were like high tech magical inventions when the show came out. Like they'll have like a cordless phone that's a different thing and they'll have like there's a speaker in every room and the speaker like will give them the daily news and they can talk back to it and it's like oh my god like we've we've got all these things yeah it's we i remember the first time i saw ipod touch i thought it was fake <laughs> right i saw an ipod touch i was like wait no it's fingered like you can like it's only touch screen he's like yeah i was like this is fucking not real yeah I was like, this thing's going to go to shit. It's like, not going to work. Buttons? Oh, yeah. Uh, there's no way those screens will hold up. Now we got a fucking computer in our pocket. It's amazing. Yeah. <clears throat> My fucking cell phone is like uh, 10 times bigger than the piece of shit computer we recorded like three albums on. <laughs> like, yeah, it's weird to think. Like, your computer is, or your phone is a better computer than like your 95 Windows XP computer. Shit, my 2000. I said we bought that computer in like oh one, <clears throat> and I mean the microphone that's in my phone is better than the mic we used for for to record those albums. It's it's just absolutely insane the quality of the technology right there. I said yeah. that, that that computer was like sixteen. It was sixteen uh, gigs on the hard drive. Yeah, and you download one movie and it's taken up. <laughs> whole fucking computer like we used to have to dump shit off of there every so like oh i remember all the music files i remember when i first got like an mp3 player you could put like 30 songs you had to rotate 30 songs on it right like it's all it holds now it's like i have like a seven thousand playlist doesn't even take up a fucking one percent of my phone memory (laughs) yeah it's nuts Dude, but nowadays you just you buy like a computer it's fucking it's old the instant you buy it yeah there's something new yeah yeah there's a great bit on that in the onion movie i should send you that clip the onion movie there's an onion movie yeah you've never seen that no <laughs> it's like um it's like airplane and all those spoof oh, type okay. deals. And I think it's actually uh, it's actually the same guys. Maybe I'm not sure if the Zuckers did this one, but uh, yeah, some great shit. There's a whole bit in there about that. The dude goes to the store and gets the goes to Best Buy and gets upsold the latest big thing. And by the time he gets home and getting it out of the box and hears a commercial for the fucking new one that's way better. And goes it's like back iPhones to the nowadays. Store. Yeah. Uh, they shit. This started. They'll start to throttle you. Oh yeah, they do definitely do that too. Well, and then they make it so that <clears throat> when they start loading all these updates, you can't put anything else on them. Yep. Like my old iPhone down here, it's fine, but I can't. I can't get anything else. So it's basically a really nice uh, thing for streaming. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, I did want to bring this up to you. Did you hear about that elephant story or that elephant killed that woman? They held a funeral for her. I the elephant came back and stomped her out again. <laughs> I did hear that. And like a lot of people didn't say this, but like my first thought is like, what did that lady do to that elephant? 
It's like it's a perfume like, or something. Like I smell it. Well, they were talking about that on the podcast. I was talking that I was listening to when they were talking about it. He was like, "Yeah, I was in Africa, and elephants came through the place I was staying at, and the guy like shoot him away from the crops." He's like, "Those elephants came back at night and killed all of their animals, and just left." <laughs> like, take that, dick. He's like, "Yeah, we woke up. The donkey that we had tied up was basically mush. It was ground beef." <laughs> Uh, like, oh, you ain't gonna let me eat your corn? Yeah, I'll be back, bitch. Yeah. Oh, oh, you. What do you like? You like those animals, huh? Be a shame if somebody, I don't know, stomped them into the ground. Monkeys and stuff will like steal the keys out of your pocket and make you trade food to get your keys back and stuff. I wonder how long it take, how long it took them, like generationally. To realize if they realize that it's keys are just like what they keep in those little magic pockets. They they like all that stuff. It's important to them. Yeah. yeah. Whatever's in there, just take that. They 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 want it back. They're not very smart. They'll give you food for it. They're they're really Yeah, they're not very smart. Just just take shit right from them. Sell it back. There's that monkey one too where the dude like uh gave a chimpanzee to like a like a sanctuary or whatever. He came back like two years later and gave that chimp a cake. Well, all the other chimps were like, what the fuck? Going to give him a cake? They escaped and beat the shit out of this dude for giving that monkey a cake and not them. (laughs) It's like, man, that's ruthless. But then immediately my mind went to, oh, they could always have got out. Why didn't they just leave? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, they're bringing us food. It's it's just easier. Is this motherfucker giving him cake? Oh, we'll show his ass. Bring it up for the old class, bitch. That's one thing I'll never ever stand either. Chimpanzee gorillas as pets. Those yeah. motherfuckers will eat you. Yeah, they'll rip your face right off. Yeah, they like know what's important to you. They'll like tear your fingers off and shit. Oh, you like, like having a face. <laughs> you're not good but, oh, anymore. You're gonna live, but you're not gonna have a good time. <laughs> did you did you see Jimmy Garoppolo maybe to Miami? That kind of threw really? me off. They don't really have a backup though, do they? They got Teddy. Teddy oh, two. That's gloves. right. Yeah. Then what's what's the point of that? Every, everyone's saying like him to Cleveland, which doesn't make sense to me. It's like, why would you pay 30 mil for Garoppolo? Why would you pay 30 mil? Just run per set for a year and go Deshaun after that. That's what I would do. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I was more, I was kind of in that Brissette camp, but then the more my buddy talked about it, it's like, yeah, really? I mean, Jimmy's got one year left on the deal, so he's got no trade value. Nobody's got any real, I mean, I guess San Francisco's probably got the most use for him out of any team, yeah. but they're saying they might end up cutting him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, get his shit off your books one way or the other, I suppose. But well, a one-year deal in Cleveland sounds like the best spot for him to go because they're not going to trade him to Seattle. Well, that's the thing. He's in a weird spot because, like, he can't go anywhere. But, yeah. like, he's going to start on all teams but, like, two. Like, he's not going to start, at, like, behind Aaron Rodgers and Brady. Besides that, he's probably better than most of those dudes. Yeah, I don't know. He's he's serviceable. I mean, he's a veteran. Oh, he's, I don't think he's a good passer at all. 
But, I think he's one click above backup, but if you're going into the season and Brissett's legitimately your only active quarterback on the roster. I, oh, they I signed Rosen. Oh, did they? Yeah. I didn't know he wasn't still in uh, Atlanta. Yeah, he. Uh, they signed Rosen like yesterday or something. Man, the gift that keeps on giving. I should have made a yeah. Jeff Rosen sounder last year. Oh, yeah. And we brought him up on the pod, and my buddy's like, he's out of the league. I'm like, no, he's not. No. He's fucking Dude, number two in Atlanta. Was, that was like when Russell got hurt and Gino came in. I was like, what the hell? He's still in the league? <laughs> yeah. Gino yeah. Smith came in. I was like, oh, my God, I forgot he was a person. Yeah, he's one of the few that survived uh, the curse of the Jets. Like, no no quarterback that they draft ever ever lasts in the league. They're, they're always done. Yeah. I mean, I think um, Jets are set up to be pretty decent, I think. Yeah, they, they've definitely got a bunch of weapons in there. Well, uh, that Moore, I think it is. Is it Moore? Can't remember his name. Yeah, it was he a second year guy? Oh, he was killing it last year. He was like Debo Samuel for that team, but that he got hurt. And like, what are they going to do with Debo? Like, yeah, because it doesn't sound like he really wants to be in that running back position as much this year. I, and we're like, what? Oh, training camps next week. So if he doesn't yeah. show up. Yeah, because I mean, like, you're, you're taking that happens? running back pounding, but you're not getting running back pay when the market comes open. So it's like, why would you let them just run you into the ground like that? Yeah, the NFL is very interesting this year with so much moving. Like, the Chargers are scary to me, too. Like, they have Khalil Mack on one side and Joey Bosa on the other. It's like, that whoever they play, the quarterback's going to be running for their life. Have you seen those lighters that have like the pokey thing on them now? Oh well, yeah, my brother's been using those for years. Yeah, the boot. It's, Problem uh, with me is every lighter I own, it's gone in two minutes. <laughs> right. Well, the the boot actually helped with that because then I wasn't losing them quite as as much. But but yeah, they had a little bottle opener on them too, which don't work. Speaking don't work of- at all. The whitest thing ever. Fucking lighter leash. You'll never see a black dude with a lighter leash. I don't know. I see like a 60-year-old black guy getting at the bar on his motorcycle. I'm going to make sure smoking my my lucky strikes. He's got a wife beater on. Cigarette hanging out his mouth. He looks just, like he's 33. Turns out he's 76 years old. <laughs> just described a guy we used to hang out with at the bar in lacrosse. He's an old Navy vet. Fucking call him Mr. Wizard. Worn out the bong, huh? It's been a long time since I smoked a bong. Well, I adjusted it. A uh, little, uh, like a glass. Oh, you put like the chillum fits in it? Well, I bought a little one that was tapered and put a rubber O-ring around there, so it just yeah. Seals we always right in used there. to do like rubber O-ring around like a hitter and yeah. just do like hitters through them. Yeah, yep, the little glass ones. But now all the all the bowl pieces and stems are all tapered, so it's that like you know it's those guys like a yeah they got like the inch. sanded the sanded glass or whatever. Yeah, so and I had the like, dude. 
Yeah. I made him spend like 10 minutes taking every fucking hitter under the counter and try them in the bongs. Like, oh, I don't know. This one's not giving me a very good seal. So I, I went until I found some that fit in there pretty good. Oh, you should have seen him looking for that piece to my like dab pen that I oh. took. Because it's like a weird cylinder piece that screws into my pen. And they're like, well, yeah, we don't know what the that. hell you're talking about. It took him like 20 minutes to find it. He'd like dig in the back through boxes and shit. Like then you got to do that awkward. You got to do that awkward talk with the guys at the head shop, like yeah. waiting for them to find your piece. You know, like, yeah, just like bullshitting because they're looking and they're stressing and they're pissed off, and you're just like, well, I better fill that gap of silence with some random talk. Unless you're like <laughs> that dude that we ran into in Myr- in Myrtle Beach, he just didn't give a fuck. No, it's like you're gonna buy something from me either way. I don't give a shit which one. He legit was like, they're all the same. It's all pot. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, what's Delta eight and nine and ten? I'm not even sure what the difference is anymore. What what is the difference with those? Ah, it's all the same. Like, well, I, I don't. I don't think so. I, yeah, I don't think they'd come up with three names if they were all the same. Because I mean, I've tried like Delta eight, Delta nine, Delta ten. And in my experience, the Delta nine has been better than all of them every time. Okay. But I haven't tried that new one that we were talking about. Oh, THC Zero or whatever. You fucking get. God. Mr. Fucking Pants. Literally. Puts his face right in the mic. Now he's going to run it into the stand. Yeah? Well, get your fucking two cents in here, bro. What? You want to be included? Is... What... What is that flag behind? Is that a beer, like, banner? Sir. High life. I can't really see. It's kind of dark. It's a high life thing? Yeah. Huh. Oh, that's got to be old. That's not too old. It's a, um, it's like, I guess it's more like a, like a picnic blanket. I think that's what they called it. Um, So the back of it is like, fuck off, get. So the back of it is like uh, a thicker uh, kind of vinyl. Almost like a thin kind of tarp. So you, oh. and it came with a little bag that you folded up into a square, and it's about like a twelve inch by twelve inch square. You put it in this bag, and I guess it's supposed to be like a travel blanket for sitting down in a field at festivals and concerts and whatnot. That is how you take that to Antiques Roadshow, and they're like, "This is a fucking Indian chief blanket." <laughs> <laughs> like they only made. Four of these in 1957 is a prototype. It is always weird seeing stuff like that, too. <laughs> People just take something they found in their house. They're like, ah, it's just my grandpa's thing. And they're like, oh, this is from, like, 1700s. And it's weird. I didn't realize people took out insurance on shit like that. Oh, yeah. That blew my mind. <laughs> they were. Sure. When the girl brought in, like, the first baseball cards made. And the girl's like, I would insure this for, like, a million dollars. I'm like, you have to insure? Like, yeah, I mean, what if something happens? You're just out, you know? Some fucking dumb kid comes to your house and is like, I like paper. But here's the thing. Say your house burns down and that's in it. Wouldn't they have to cover that? Hmm. Like, the value, the value of that? Yeah, but then if you've got something of a high value like that that's over a million, you know, what does your house policy cover? 
I mean, a lot of people will do like. Wouldn't it just be everything in your house? Yeah, but your policy probably doesn't go nowhere near like a million dollars. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the policy on my house, shit, I can't imagine. I mean, if it's if it was over two hundred grand, I'd be shocked. Really? I mean, yeah. I guess I don't know. Wouldn't it have to include the value of your house and your valuables in it, though? Well, that would probably depend on the policy, because I'm sure most of them try to totally screw you on that. But <clears throat> we'll see. I mean, I guess I don't read the fine print on any oh. of that stuff. Yeah, you start getting into that. It gets a little hairy. Insurance is fucking terrible, man. <clears throat> they just, the the amount they try to fuck you out of anything, it's it's unbelievable. Yeah, and it's it's crazy, like... Like out when I went to get car insurance, like you realize how much people try to rob you. Like you can get full coverage for very cheap, yeah. but then you go to like some other place and they're like, "Yeah, that's like two hundred dollars full coverage." You're like, "What?" It's like the difference in insurance is just insane. It makes you wonder though, because then it's like, "What?" When something actually happens, are they going to cover anything? Are they going to do anything? Like, like Progressive, we used to have back in the day. And- I'll never use those fuckers again. They they screwed us so hardcore, not paying anything out. And like, well, <clears throat> the seven bucks I saved going to you guys didn't didn't really help me any. <clears throat> yeah, I remember my one buddy, his truck like got broken into. Like they like broke the windows and took everything out of it. And they did like their car insurance thing. Like they filed a right. claim for like damage and stuff. And then after they, they're like, yeah, they paid it out. And they're like, yeah, you can't be with us anymore. I was like, yeah, right. Really? Like, like, yep, that's the last one. The funniest thing I've heard, um, I mean, this is a long time ago, but I used to work in receiving, so I talked to a lot of truck drivers. <clears throat> and one of the guys was telling me, he had a perfect driving right. This old Southern dude, this tall, kind of hippie-looking guy with a beard and long hair, and he just talked real slow, and he was chill. But he had, like, this perfect driving record, they started ratcheting up his insurance because statistically speaking now you're due for an accident. So the longer he went without an accident, they started ramping up his cost because they're like, sooner or later we're going to have to pay out. So very see that's fucked. Yeah. I mean, that's... I get it that, but, but that's, yeah, it's like, no, because that means all those years I fucking paid you in and got fucking nothing out of it. You need to charge me more because you're eventually going to have to give me some back. That's you're like, uh, he's getting a little old. He's going to hit a pole or something. But and I'm sure it's different with truckers too, as opposed to you know regular people. Oh yeah, for sure. I don't think that's a thing we'd ever have to worry about. But yeah, that's that shit's the trucking industry is absolutely stupid. Anyway, it shouldn't exist. Yeah, that's what my brother's been doing just to make extra money. Oh yeah, I'm like, dude. <laughs> I don't know how people can do it. He fucking like, he doesn't mind, you know, the driving, Mm. but it's like what they require you to do, like the hours and stuff. Like there's no like actual cutoff time and stuff. Yeah. It's just, fuck you. They do bad. And they're like, we can't find semi drivers. It's like, yeah, I wonder why. Well, and the fact that the whole goddamn economy is based on semi transit. It's like, uh, can you find, a least a less efficient way to do that because I'm not sure you can. Like that is just terrible logistically and just the cost of like I, I don't. It's, it's terrible. 
it's like I, I've I've thought about that. Like, what else could you use to ship massive amounts of shit? Trains. That'd be dope. I'd be down yeah. for that. That's what I'm saying. You can haul how much on a train, and then you just train them to a hub where the truck drivers would finish like the last five to ten miles. That you would know, be sweet if we had a bunch of railroads. Yeah, it's. I'd take that shit everywhere. I know. I'd love to. I've never, never done That's, that. You've anything. never done the Amtrak? No. Oh. Yeah, I know a chicken lacrosse. She used to take it. Uh, I think she'd come in how, from um, from Milwaukee. That's how the dudes that I knew that, like, when I was, like, 18 or whatever, that's how they took weed from Colorado to Wisconsin. <laughs> they would, ain't nobody because checking the Amtrak. they don't check you. They, they'd bring a duffel bag full of weed, go and take the Amtrak to Chicago, and then just Funny. drive up. Funny. Yeah, it's very uh, interesting how you, people get away with shit like that now. You got a bomb? It's fine if you do. You just got to put it under the seat. We just... You just have to ask. They probably don't even check if you have shoes on to get on that. <laughs> <laughs> right? Ticket. I don't give a shit. Bring your fucking llama with you. So you got a ticket? Okay, bring him on. I feel bad for food. cleaning up all the llama shit. Imagine being a security card on Amtrak. Like, dude, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with this guy. We're going fucking 90 on a railroad. <laughs> like, right? I can't throw this guy out. Well, I guess you sit quietly till we get to Denver. Yeah, and apparently, I heard that like, in baseball stadiums they have like holding cells. Oh yeah, I've heard I, I heard that the other day. I was like, really? That makes kind of sense now. Yeah, I mean, you got some jackass doing something. You well, didn't uh, didn't it's always sunny? Do an episode about that? They get locked in the one in Philly or something. Oh, that'd be the worst place to do too. <laughs> You know they'd have to have one in Philly. Oh yeah, Philly's like Philly's probably the only stadium I wouldn't wear my team's jersey to. <laughs> <laughs> they just hit you with a brick. Like you're oh. like, good game, guys. Some dude just fucking baseball bat to the back of your head. Just it's brick night at the stadium. Everyone gets a brick. Like J yep. J Mortensen and Sons Brick Company. <laughs> All your brick needs in the greater Philadelphia area. Oh, they got plenty of bricks there, too. <laughs> just, just pallets, handing them to everybody as they walk in. Free brick. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me at all if they just give pocket knives for the fucking game. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Like, when we went to the Bucks game, they gave us a koozie. They just give pocket knives. Was it this old Simpsons joke when it's like fucking battery night at the stadium and Everybody's hucking D-cell batteries. <laughs> Unfortunate thing to have happen on battery night. Oh, that'd be brutal. Such a little thing, but that would rock you if you got hit by it. I think Philly is synonymous with the battery huck, if I remember correctly. Dude, and I, I was listening to the podcast the other day. They were they're saying Mitch is starting in Steelers. Yeah, that is what it's the 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 words starting to be. I wouldn't not have expected it, but I guess if you if you sign him to that deal, you're kind of looking to have him start. Well, because I, like I remember in the old pod, the you were like, "No, pick it starting." I would have, I, like, I would have, yeah, I would have put money on it. Like that's why you draft him because he's pro ready and you're supposed to plug him in. But 
Like I, I said, he, I watched his tape. To me, he looks really good. He's yeah, very, he did that fake slide. Like he's athletic. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, the limited tape I've seen on him, um, and just the little shit coming out of camp. I mean, it all looks good, but you know, it's supposed to. They're not going to release anything where he looks like garbage. But um, yeah, I would have. I would have thought shit if he's the guy. Uh, if they draft him, uh, he's starting. And if they draft Willis, then uh, it's Trubisky starting. But apparently, they're going to roll with the vet. I uh, I don't mind the plan. I, I'd love to. I mean, see a rookie Steelers. get some time watching. To me, like they they got like what eight nine wins with Mason fucking Rudolph. Like they'll make and, it work. And Duck Hodges, they they started both started multiple games. Duck Hodges out of the league now. It's weird because it's like in my eyes, the play calling on Steelers is so superior that they could have one of the worst offenses, and I I expect them to win seven eight games. Like well, the defense now is ridiculous. <clears throat> For a while there, they kind of slipped, and it was the offense carrying us. But man, they invested all those picks on on D, and it's it's panned out. I, I mean, I don't know how we're going to resign some of these guys. Oh, but. um, they just had one of your new starting safeties on Pat McAfee show, and uh, yeah, he was talking it up like crazy, like T.J. Watt. The dude on the line, I can never remember his name. He's a dog, too. You always Hayward. forget about him. <laughs> Hayward. Oh, yeah, Hayward. It's like when all the all the main guys are out, Hayward just shines. Yeah, Tewitt's not coming back now, which I would have – I I was thinking he was going to come back, basing that on nothing. But uh, it's like, no, he's going to take a year off and come back. That's what they do. And you got TJ. He plays – Secondary blitz and <laughs> but he that, plays everything at once. It's insane. Three four end is such uh <clears throat> such a hard position to stock because it's such a combination <clears throat> of size and, and physical ability. Like the nose tackle in that thing is insane. He, like his job isn't even really to do anything as far yeah. as like he ain't supposed to get to the quarterback. He's his job is to occupy like three blocks. And that's essentially what they'll do is <laughs> that that fucking nose will just take the interior of the line. So, yeah, I mean, the NFL is going in a weird way for sure. Like there are a lot of dink and dunking screens and stuff, which I think the kind of what Steelers are going to try to do a little bit. Because they were saying that uh, Najee like put out a tweet or didn't tweet, but he did an interview and they were saying that they're going to run – Who's your second running back? Snell. Yeah, they were saying he's going to be running catchback. He's his his hands are terrible. Oh <clears throat> shit! He's, um, I keep looking, I keep looking for Pittsburgh to sign Jeremy McNichols. Um, great and, name, and yeah, right for for a third down back, perfect. You can just picture him. If I tell That's- you third down running back Jeremy McNichols. You could probably give me his size and weight. Yeah, I well to me it'd just be like a five eleven white guy with glasses, <laughs> and he wears him in the helmet still for some reason. <laughs> Jeremy McNichols—that sounds like a Key and Peele skit. 
Who who is that though? Is that a real dude? Yeah, he was the third down back in Tennessee last year. He uh, actually had a really good first uh, like four or five weeks <clears throat> because you know, I mean, Henry doesn't miss a lot of plays, but there was some opening. Well, last year he broke his foot or whatever. So yeah, so McNichols uh, the first month of the season had some catches and some receiving touchdowns and. Yeah, he looked pretty good at the beginning and then just kind of fell off. Uh, finally found McNichols. 5'9", 205. I said 5'10", close yeah. enough. <laughs> right, I said you can just picture him. They're down back, Jeremy McNichols. Yeah, 26 uh, and a free agent. I just keep looking for Pittsburgh to bring somebody like him in, maybe late in camp, somebody that's not going to need as much time to get up to speed. I uh, I just I don't understand that they're putting Benny Snell in that role. He hasn't shown any ability to do it. I mean, maybe he's yeah. worked on that, but <clears throat> yeah, I, I would be shocked if they don't. They need to add some veteran depth. Since the time of this recording, Pittsburgh did in fact sign Jeremy McNichols. He then promptly broke his shoulder bone and is on injured reserve, done for the season. <laughs> 